again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles podcast with Dave and Chris. And today... Oh, it's Dave and Chris. <laughs> it's time for the big one. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Mal Evans, on that background for uh, Sir Frankie Crisp. Uh, yes, it's, it's, it's time for the big discussion here of the 50th or 51st, however you want to... Uh, call it anniversary edition of George Harrison's All Things Must Pass. And as we said, Euro 2020 was this year. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Everything's a little bit delayed thanks to COVID. (laughs) And as we mentioned in our last episode, we were going to wait a little bit to kind of let the let the air clear and let everybody with their hot takes jump in on what they thought of this box set. And so I I don't know, Chris, I'm pretty glad that we did wait a little bit to talk about this i don't know how these guys nothing against any other podcasters or any other youtubers out there love y'all keep doing what you're doing but how anybody could listen give this one listen and then do a a, a sensible podcast or, or or about it uh i i don't know i don't know no <laughs> it's too much it's too it's, much to take in yeah, it's 70 tracks. Yep. It's, you know, very, uh, very, very different kind of remix than some of the ones we've been seeing over the last few years with it. They're a lot more subtle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one's a little a little more uh, of a change. So to give it one listen and then have to be able to intelligently talk about it, you know, maybe people are way uh, smarter than I am. Yeah, I maybe, maybe that's what <laughs> I it is. To, I needed a ton of listens to this to, to uh, understand what I was dealing with. And me, me too. Before we started recording, I just mentioned that I, I even changed my opinions about some of the tracks this morning. And we're recording on uh, August 22nd here. And we, so we've had it for a couple of weeks. And we're still kind of processing and, and seeing what's on here, getting our opinions. So I'm very excited, though, that to talk about it finally because we've been waiting for it. And uh, it'll be a little bit different, both our perspectives, because I didn't buy any physical product for this one, whereas you did. And that yeah. I, I, I'm actually more and more glad I didn't uh, because, mm-hmm. well, we'll get into that. But I, I think I have a different view than you would from not reading anything. Well, that's that's where I'd like to start here. Is yeah. I, my first question is, what did we get? Because yeah, um, yeah. in in uh, previous um, um, iterations of uh, this, most of the Beatles ones, the two John Lennon ones, we definitely bought right those uh, sets, and I think the version that we both got every time was the cd and blu-ray version Mm -hmm, correct um and this time i do not believe that that is the best option the cd dvd or the cd blu-ray version 149 dollars compare that to how much was the linen set the last linen set do you remember not really no i can't I don't want to say it was much cheaper than that, but it was no. it was similar maybe. So similar, but with the linen set, you uh, it seems like you got more. Yes, yes. for your money. Mm-hmm. A, it was a little bigger, less flimsy. That's been one of the big complaints is the CD set is really kind of like <laughs> the packaging. Small and yeah. The packaging's not that uh big right. and that the booklet is a little flip it kind of paperback booklet yeah and not the all the linen sets have this handsome looking and the 
vinyl set here. It has this handsome looking full hardback book. Yeah. Uh, that comes along with it. So you don't get that. You get a flimsier book. You get the CDs. Uh, we'll talk uh, uh, in a minute about the CD quality. <laughs> Can't wait. And you get the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is probably the reason you're getting the set. If you're if you're really, really into the Dolby Atmos, you're not a streamer and you need to get that Dolby Atmos and you got the setup for it, that's probably why you bought the CD-DVD set. Right. Uh, my guess is. Or right. maybe you got the Uber Deluxe. Yeah, is, a whole different we story. To, we don't need to go over the whole Uber Deluxe set with the, you know, all the no, no, no. Maybe we'll maybe we'll recap that once again in the uh, gifts episode at the end of the year. But uh, anyone out there got the Uber Deluxe set, please contact us. Let us know. Yeah. Do you like it? What's the, what's the what's the bells and whistles of it? Uh, but uh, yeah, so the CD DVD set. A little overpriced, it seems like. For what you get, yeah. For what you get. And we're just talking about the quality of the set. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the other thing that comes along with that is I've heard, I, I know you've probably heard too, that the CDs seem like they're a little compressed. Like the sound is not great. Yes, I have heard that. And in fact... There's been a big uh, brouhaha, shall we say, uh, from one of the former members of the All Things Must Pass uh, recording sessions who made a very uh, emphatic video stating his opinions about how the CD sounded, and that was Bobby Whitlock. What Bobby? I listened to it. It was just garbage. I put my headphones on. I had to. I had to I started throwing up. <laughs> so, so couldn't Bo- hear any uh, instruments. <laughs> but, so Bobby, you didn't like it. Yeah. Fired up and <laughs> enraged, and it seems to be some sort of like grudge this guy has because he wasn't included. If uh, like. Like every remix of everything, they're supposed to call all of the old musicians who are uh, a part of it and and get their takes on everything. Right. right. Otherwise, they're going to be so insulted that they YouTube rants about YouTube this stuff. Rants. And and he he and, you know he genuinely uh, seems to have hated the set. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when the CDs came out. And I think he's amended that. He pulled the video down mm-hmm. at where he goes <laughs> this rant. Goes nuts. Yeah. Let's, goes it's nuts. not one for not one for small children or sensitive people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't hear nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> him and his him and his wife were uh, really railing against the set and that the set sounded terrible. Yeah. Um, I think that also caused. People who like Bobby Whitlock and follow Bobby Whitlock, but are also Beatles fans, seem to have lined up behind him a little bit and are kind of like, I know that uh, one of the people we mentioned a lot, Andrew Dixon, said, I'm not going to I'm not going to cave to the people who want me to share Bobby Whitlock's opinion Mm. on this set. I'm going to give my own opinion. Yeah. And and that's how we feel. As you should. like, Like. I, I feel like a lot of people who who follow Bobby Whitlock have really uh, also railed on this set. Yeah, they have, and and we should say that he was only and he admit he talked about this. He said he was only critiquing the CD version, and now you you have the super deluxe LP version. Yes, the one thing I want to say here, 
is the vinyl set. This is the first time in all these Beatles sets and the linen set where a vinyl set product comes out that has all of the tracks. Right. So all 70 tracks are on this vinyl set. Because you're usually kind of cut out of, like you miss one disc or or some of the demos are gone or something like with McCartney sets. Yeah. Yeah. They trim it up. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, they just want some of the... Some of the bonus tracks. It's like, no, dude, I want all the bonus tracks <laughs> yeah. on vinyl. Um, and so that big plus for that. I hope that the Beatles, the Lennon people, take note of that and follow through with that. And I hope that the George Harrison people continue with that. Because I the vinyl set, so the CD-DVD set right now is going for uh, $149 on Amazon. The vinyl set was going for $170 which wow. is a little bit of a discount from the original price. Uh, but uh, that's great. Yeah. To buy, to buy the vinyl. It, either buy the vinyl. So I think the recommendation is either buy the vinyl set or stream it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I thought that would be mine. I do think the the three CD set was actually not a bad value either. You get the album and then you get the uh, the session outtakes. So you don't get all the demos and that's, you know, you, you lose out on that, but you can hear them elsewhere. But yeah, I, I think it's, that's, if you're going to buy just a smaller set, that one was only, I saw it at Target for like $25. That's, that was really cheap. So, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. So, so I, I, yeah, so I, I want to champion, yay, you did a great job. You did the vinyl set. Yeah. And I think that the vinyl has sounded great to me. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, been wonderful. It comes housed in a – and this is the bigger vinyl set. There's a smaller yes. – everybody's – I don't know why everybody got this uh, colored splatter. The splatter 3LP three, three version. Yeah. Yeah. I, why is everybody spending their money on that when they could get the big yeah. set? I collectors, yeah, yeah, collectors who like who love that colored vinyl stuff. But uh, <laughs> um, and I buy color vinyl too. So yeah, I'm, I'm just as guilty as anybody else. But the the uh, the vinyl set comes in a box and it comes with the original uh, three LP is in its own case. Oh, oh, and it all comes with their own slip cases but also in the good sleeves the polyethylene <laughs> sleeves mm-hmm. like that so that's excellent well done so good packaging they, yeah. good packaging and then the day one day two demos and the um session outtakes are all in another set oh that's good and then the the book comes and here's the book dave i'm mm-hmm. showing dave the book on the looks on nice the looks nice now here's what i want to say the book is nice. <laughs> it's not up to the level of the linen sets and the Beatles sets as far as the information in the book. Mm. It is very... And if you, anybody who has I Me Mind, the, that book, it's sort of kind of like that. It's like got some great pictures, and it's got a little bit of information, but it's not got the... Mm. The comprehensive, essay, comprehensive, yeah, uh, talk about each track like you would possibly want. So the book to me is a mild disappointment. Mm. But overall, I'm glad I bought the vinyl set, and I think that the vinyl set is good. Yeah, well, that's that's good <laughs> yeah. to hear because sometimes I know one of your complaints, and many many uh, other podcasters I hear 
complain about the the discrepancies between the CDs and the LPs and how if you the LPs you're paying more and then you often get less and so yeah. this is not the case and so that that's something that should be applauded that uh last linen set i was talking oh, yeah. on one of our episodes was like 80 bucks or something at my local store i'm like what is what right. and you and it's just for the regular album yeah exactly so i'm like what is going on here yeah just cuz it was half speed mastered or something does shouldn't make it double the price no, you know like, no. insane so um yeah, so I, I like the pricing on it, and I like the package of it, and it's very sturdy, and the vinyl is well-pressed, and good. it all comes very good. So as far as all that goes, great. Well, now we should figure out and talk about what's in it and what it all sounds like. <laughs> yes, so, that's what really people really want yes. to uh, uh, know, because I know everybody has get, got their own way that they go about things. Mm -hmm. like some people have a surround setup so they get their blu-rays and they they do it that way some people are streaming it on 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 crappy little airpods e and e yeah. echo dots <laughs> yeah. some people are streaming it and in, in 3d <laughs> yeah yeah and the, and this is available in 3d and the um some of the amazon products some people have don't even have they, they, they do spotify you know so it's all over the place how people listen to this and I think that this is the first time that I can remember where it really is a kind of like if you've listened to it mostly on CDs or if you've listened to it on streaming or if you've listened to it on vinyl, you have a slightly different reaction. Mm, I would imagine to, so. Yeah. Particularly to the remix. So let's get into that remix with that in mind. So it was done by Paul Hicks, who's been involved in some of the other uh, Beatle related releases, the Lennon sets uh, were involved. He was involved with those. You know, there's so much discussion about these remixes. We've we've been ever since the first one of uh, Sergeant Pepper came out in the last few years. There's these mm -hmm. camps of people who have to you know either trash on it and say this is horrible. I want to go. Uh, why did you do this? Go back to this. Or there's people who say I love it. This is the, my go to now. Or probably you and I would agree. We think this is just another way to experience the album. It's we're not making a judgment. We might like it or we might not, but it's it's another. It's someone else's interpretation of mixing. Yeah, exactly. I I don't get this anti remix camp. Yeah, it's not like they go and they erase the other version <laughs> and you can't get the no. And most of these guys are big collectors, so they have the two thousand version. In their little CD cases, just like you and me do, yep. and they and they have, and they, they probably have the original on vinyl. Like I'm guessing you have the mm -hmm. original. I do. So, and there was very recently, even you can still get the original album on vinyl. Yeah, 2014 mm -hmm. version. Yeah. So uh, I don't know why people get so bent out of shape about it. It's just another version. It is. I think there's some some people who are trying to get into the minds of the Beatles or people and think, well, this is what they released and they wouldn't want anything else. We have to keep it the way that it was when it was released and anything else is, is just going against their wishes. But we know that's not true. We know that, yeah. that McCartney is fine with some of the, he's been involved in a lot of things. Uh, the Lennon estate, uh, George did, you know, he did the, it wasn't a remix, but it was a remaster from 2000 and it sounds different, better. And 
And yeah. even in that in that booklet, it says, "I wish I could go and strip some of these." Exactly, of the, the, exactly what of it, yeah. all the production and bring my voice up and stuff, which right. is what this this the intention of this remix was definitely to do that. Yes, yeah, and whether it's successful or not is something we'll talk about now and try to get into it here. Yeah. Uh, so everybody knows the album was produced by George and Phil Spector and. One of the major complaints about the album has been that it's too wall of sound, like too too much of the echo. And George, that's what you were saying earlier, George was kind of commenting on that. He wanted to let it breathe, I think, something like that. Uh, and so I think that's probably what the intention that Hicks and Danny Harrison went in with on this, because I, and you know, to varying levels of success we'll talk about here. But I think that was maybe one of their goals. If yes, yeah, and I think goal accomplished. Mm -hmm. The the if there's if there's a, a the most positive thing about you can say about the uh, uh, remix as a as a overall is that you can really hear George's voice very clearly mm -hmm. throughout. Yes, and. You also hear the guitars. I, I almost could hear the picks on the guitar. I was listening under headphones uh, recently, and I, I could hear kind of all these. Uh, I knew they were there, but not not so clearly. Just little like alternate lines and some arpeggios and different things on the guitar. It really did sound like you could hear the pick. It was so fine, and that was neat as a guitar player. It was really really cool to hear that. And I just feel like some of the instruments, like when there is a, something that's got a, a lot of instruments on it, which there's a lot of that on this album, yeah. that there is a better balance, I think. Yes. For most tracks. Now, yeah. some tracks, does it work? Maybe not. Maybe I prefer the original. Some of these other videos will, will, that are actually trying to be honest about it are going tr kind of track by track and, and kind of like... Uh, a classic album review. Yeah, and, doing an or, A B. Yeah. yeah, yeah, doing a this one. Okay, this I, I prefer the two thousand on this. Mm -hmm. I prefer the, this one on this. You know, uh, Andrew Dixon loses some of its epicness. Yeah, <laughs> he'd say that. I but, agree. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think some of the tracks kind of lose a little bit, and I think what it is is the tracks that are the hands down have been for years thought of as the best tracks. The big, the big hits, yeah. the ones you're most familiar with. The mm -hmm. What Is Life, the My the, Sweet Lord, My Sweet Lord. Kind of hearing alternate alterations of these don't necessarily improve them. So I think that that's that's the difference. Whereas some tracks that I've thought less of, I think have been improved by hmm. by this. Mm -hmm. What what's your thought on that? That's a good point. I I was thinking of it you know, that some of the tracks have such like I don't know if the Spectre Wall of Sound is to use this is an over overused term now but baked in to the recording and then some of them were not. So like My Sweet Lord has a pretty epic sound on the original, but here it was it was drawn back and I think less effective. Uh, but then I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, but then other songs like Let It Down which is already a huge production, still has that. I feel it's still there. Uh, it's almost like that one was baked in the, the echo and it was a little, maybe a little bit less, but I, I, I agree with you. I think for me, what this remix really hit home was the, 
the contrast in George's music, you've got this really gorgeous, gorgeous music that like I'd have you anytime or the, I, the parts of let it down that are not the chorus, the sort of beautiful sound, melodic, rich, and then the just, you know, nailing it kind of sounds. And I think they did a good job with contrast here, hearing those different styles. Uh, d- definitely, definitely. I do think, I, I, I heard uh, a take on it, maybe it was Andrew Dixon, maybe it was somebody else, uh, that, that their take was that the louder songs are, are not improved yeah. and the softer songs are improved. Yes. I think that that's somewhat true. I do think some of the louder... Now, there's a couple of these louder tracks that in our original review, which was just last year, <laughs> that I've said for years uh, that particularly like Let It Down... It's a little too much for me. A little too epic for you. A little too epic. A little too blasting you out. Yeah. And I think bah, that bah. the levels on those have have been reduced. The reduction of the levels on those, I think, have, has worked. Mm-hmm. As, mm-hmm. And has balanced. Let it down, I think, works better for me, for instance. How about uh, uh, I, how about isn't it a pity? Because that's that's also very epic, and that's one of your favorite songs. I know. How do you feel? It's handled here. Um, I thought the the version one. Yeah, yeah, the the main one. Yeah. Uh, I you know I was kind of I, I was kind of like uh, that one to me is like almost like a tie. Mm, <laughs> you mm, know. Yeah. Whereas version two, I think, is very much improved. Much better, more interesting. Yeah. And that piano is really brought out. And, mm-hmm. and um, uh, the the other one that like big one that I was thinking of is the art of dying. Oh yeah, yeah. which was just way too much with the <laughs> wah wah guitar <laughs> stuff. Um, and and the large S of the oh, yeah. and I feel like this one like where the horns come out better in in that and right, you can really hear the sort of horns and the uh all the all the different instruments in it in a pretty good way. There've been some complaints about the, the horns, how they've either, either been neutered almost like they're, you barely know they're there or they, they're too much in certain songs. Like I'm, mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about this a little bit, but the, the title song I think is terrific. Uh, I think this is one yeah. of the most beautiful re- remixes and you don't have the, I know we've, it's not, always been one of your favorites but one of your reasons i remember was that you didn't like that ba, 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 the horn <laughs> yeah the horn yeah, stuff da, 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 da. <laughs> like right in your face yeah and here it's not done that it's it's brought back and that's effective i think i think so too i think that that was that that was one of the top improvements apple scruffs yeah really sounds great on this one yep never been one of my favorites but i i think it really really sounds great on this one it sounds a little more like that uh, him being bob dylan kind yeah of. with the harmonica and everything yeah uh i dig love which is probably our uh, <laughs> both of our least favorite tracks on the on the whole set uh is much better yeah much, better, much yeah. more balanced yeah and it sort of sort of the keyboards come out more on that one so it's sort of like uh not so much just all about the drum it gets very annoying yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so. well one thing i want to ask and this is this might be a little controversial but you mentioned how george's voice really comes out more and i would ask is that a good thing because i'm thinking about 
John and Paul were far better singers than George. I don't think there's going to be any, I don't think anybody can really argue with that. Uh, George has a pretty limited voice. I like it, but especially when we get to some of the demos and things, it's it's rough. And it, I thought one it, in particular. yeah, one in particular is really rough. <laughs> and I, I think it almost does better when it's hidden a bit and supported. Whereas you can have a John mm. and a Paul, they're so strong they can sing anything really well that it it's a uh, you don't need it as much you like the nakedness but here i felt the nakedness sometimes on some of the remixes was a little too much like i didn't want to hear it quite that way i don't know yeah possibly yeah i can yeah. i can see that i can see that overall i like that they took a little bit of a chance mm. with this one and that they did kind of significantly different versions like particularly isn't it a pity version too you know? yeah some some of these where they're like very much different if you're listening to it side by side with the original i like that yeah yeah sometimes it's a miss you know yeah like i think ballad of like, sir frankie crisp was kind of a miss oh you don't <laughs> with the <laughs> oh, oh sir frankie crisp <laughs> now it's just way too much of that yeah yeah. One of the demos, it's like, that's all there is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, give it a rest. I know. <laughs> and that, uh, yeah, and that, that one particularly, the drum sounds very flaccid. Uh, it doesn't have it doesn't have the... I wanted that echo. Like, I want it to sound... It sounds too too dry. But that's, yeah, hmm. just, just me. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the bass drum on that, though. Mm-hmm. It sounded, like, particularly good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's the other the other big complaint I've heard from some of these uh, other opinions is that the bass too much bass. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, you increase the bass now. That's all I can hear is the bass. Oh, that's all <laughs> did, did Bobby Whitlock that. say that? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't hear the keyboard. All I heard was the bass. <laughs> it's all bass and drums. It- yeah, you can hear his voice, but nothing else. <laughs> yeah. He was really fired up. Yeah. Was, you know. Well, <laughs> I, it, it's silly. I think in this case, I, li- I like how you put it, that there's that they took some risks on this one. And when you take risks, there's going to be some rewards and there's going to be some, some not-so-great outcomes. And I... Is this going to be my go-to version? Probably not, but I still think it's interesting, and I, and I think the choices that they made are are sometimes really really enhance the song and make it better. So, yeah, I think mo- like for instance, most of side four to me, yes, the weakest of, side was yeah. kind of the weakest side, and now it's improved so much that that's the one I, I'm putting eager to put on. To yeah. Hear more balanced versions of these tunes that I I don't think necessarily were the strength of the previous version. Right. So probably what you're going to want to do is if you do do streaming is kind of like do, do a little side by side and then make yourself a playlist. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Right. And kind of mix and match, you know, okay. On this one, I like the uh, original and on this one, I like the remix. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just, I think that's so, what I'm going to do. It'd be fun to try that. Yeah. So, but overall, I think it's been uh, and here's the other thing. Just now, more than ever, anything comes out and you're going to hear loud mm. obnoxious 
I hate this. This is garbage. Opinions. Yeah. Opinions yeah. about anything yeah. about our podcast. <laughs> For sure. Oh yeah. There's some. There's some out there. Like, oh, you guys. What do you guys know? You didn't, never written any songs. Yeah. Where's your that. number one hit? Yeah. Where's your? Yeah. You don't know anything. So, so you know, you're gonna get negative and you're gonna get positive things. And I think it's opinions. So, mm-hmm. so it's there's legit. If you really don't like it, you know, fine. But yeah. There's that original. It's always there. Yeah. Still sitting out there. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, Dave is everybody's been focusing on the remix. There's a whole nother set. There's a, a lot more interesting too. <laughs> and a lot more interesting and some great stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's, let's, uh, even if you think, okay, there's some problems with the remix. I didn't love it. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, wait, you're not going to listen to the rest of the set. There's three more CDs. Yeah. Three more CDs. So, yeah. uh, uh, now there is the jams. Oh yeah, uh, we should say uh, the yeah the Apple Jam. And I did, they did get a freshen up. Yes, remastered. So they couldn't remix them because of the way that it was recorded or whatever. But I did, I did, uh, you know, listen to them this week, and they do sound better. Mm-hmm. If you're in the mood for the jams, uh, uh, you know, listen to these versions of it. I think. Yeah, you were thinking of you. You what you were just had a hankering for. Thanks for the pepperoni and uh, just. <laughs> That's Put right. that one on and yeah, freshened up. No. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. and they're included in the uh, book here. With yes, yes. Um, there's demos. Yes. Okay, let's move on to the demos. Now, two let, discs what, of demos. Yes. Two discs of demos, or in in the vinyl, it's three vinyl records. The day one demos take over two of the records because there's a little a little more substantial. And the day one demos, it's more of a full band demos. Mm-hmm. Whereas the day two demos are just George trying out his, probably at that point, less fleshed out tunes on day two. Like, here's some more I got. Let's pick some out of these. And it's basically the day two demos is just George and a guitar for most for the most part. Um, and a lot of that stuff has already been bootlegged pretty heavily. Uh, I've had a bootleg of it for a long time so that disc two was less interesting or dem- day two of the demos was less interesting because i'd heard a lot of those songs but day one was quite interesting and that was that was uh klaus and ringo mm-hmm. and george playing so that already kind of reminds you of the john lennon plastic ono band with the same group just substitute the beetle and you've uh, and you've got uh john playing with them and this time george so pretty interesting I- yeah, interesting. Lots of uh, interesting stuff there. So let's talk through the day one demos here. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's a few ones that uh, stand out to you? Well, I'm always interested in two things: either songs I have never heard before, or didn't know anything about, or some radically different ones of songs we do know. And so, mm-hmm. I, I think the of the the ones that were released. They were okay. I don't think there was anything totally revealing about, you know, All Things Must Pass or Behind That Locked Door. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that the I Live For You, the finished, more finished version, wasn't anywhere on the set, uh, which is, you know, that was something. Yeah, it was. this one had didn't have that main guitar line. The steel, pedal I, steel. I found it more, I found it interesting. Yeah. Sometimes that's... I, particularly in the original version of I Live For You, it's very 
kind of distracting. Yeah. Kind of takes over the whole song. <laughs> so I thought that was good to hear that without that. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple Scruffs here is so good. Yeah. Very clean that it's almost like my favorite version of it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Isn't my... it a pity? Take two. Uh huh. Really good with that warbly sort of organ. Yes. <laughs> I liked. I liked that. I thought that was cool. I thought I dig love. This version was much better than the one that was released. Uh, it's uh, it was had a jam sort of feel. A crunchier it was kind yeah. Of like... Yeah, it has actually had some life to it. Whereas I've always felt until this remix that the version on the original album is just kind of again weak, weak and repetitive. But mm-hmm. it, 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 George was going for it here. Yeah, yeah. The other one I is "Let It Roll" with that lots of the slow Sir Frankie crisp, but now yeah, yeah, tons of it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, <laughs> like they just gotten high and we're <laughs> having fun and or something yeah yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> but, and then then we get these other ones that we've not not heard before mm-hmm. so that, uh, there's the elvis parody pretty yeah. much going down to golders green which i say elvis parody but it, it's actually kind of fun i yeah I enjoy it that's rockabilly kind of carl perkins elvis uh good it's got a good groove to it um it doesn't really fit too much with the rest of the tunes on the album, but uh, it's it's still good. It still kind of rocks. Yeah. What do you think of the two Krishna songs, the back-to-back Krishna? Yeah. Well, we knew Dara Dune a little bit from the anthology because George was uh, singing it and talking to Paul about it. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, I like it's a little bit repetitive. Uh, I like the other one, which is also kind of repetitive, but it's very catchy. Om Hare Om. Gopala Krishna, that one sticks with you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like actually. I like them both. I think. They're, well, I they're think nice. they sound good. Yeah, they're played they, well. They get yeah. annoying, maybe, yeah. but <laughs> repetitive. They sound good. They're, yeah. they're they're excellent. Now, what does not sound good? <laughs> let's, uh, let's get the elephant in the room here. The elephant in the room. <laughs> Is it the the last track on the album on the on uh, the disc? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> now now. I remember us talking about this when we did our review of Jackie Lomax, uh, his album on. <laughs> Is Jackie in the house here? Oh, is it going to sound Yeah. You don't belong there. You've got our, our take of Sour Milk Sea. <laughs> How's that sound, Chris? <laughs> it's not what I want. <laughs> It's not doesn't make me feel. <laughs> no. Uh, Jack, uh, uh, Jackie's version is far superior to this. Uh, very bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out of tune. <laughs> can't, he can't hit the, any of the notes right. No. It's like really kind of... <laughs> I this might get the vote for me for worst George Harrison song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I can't think of a lot of a lot worse because he's George is real consistent. But this this one, I just don't like it. I've never liked it. I don't like Jackie's version. I don't like the Beatles, uh, de- like the Isher demo of it. I don't like this version. Ugh. Yeah, stinker. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a dumb. <laughs> the sour milk scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. Being being like down and depressed is the sour milk sea, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just overall 
Real dumb. Yeah. Real dumb. Real dumb. <laughs> now, the, interesting what you say, uh, the day two demos. Now, here's yeah. what I want to say. If you're not that familiar, I, I, sometimes we come from a Beatles fan perspective. Diehards. Of, oh, yeah. I've heard this one. Oh, you know, and so it's like, oh, so you've heard it before. So a cleaned up, great version, the version you're always going to go to when you want to hear it's a beautiful girl or something like this. Nowhere to go, which mm-hmm. shows up here, which is really, really interesting. Yeah, this collects them all. It's a great, you know. Yes, it's a good collection of them, and uh, I think it's well done. You know, well put together. Um, a good, and I feel like a good uh, sort of like uh, grouping of ones ones you might be real familiar with and ones you aren't familiar with all collected here yeah all collected here so i i like that day two demos disc is here i do too it's same like the you know the isher demos have been bootlegged for years too but sure it was great to have them actually cleaned up and put in order and and put together on a disc for the white yeah. album set so it's better it's than the, using the some ultimate... crappy bootleg yeah yeah the, the, yeah, the ultimate cleaned up great version of it. Exactly. So I'm glad that we're getting that kind of stuff when we're going through these old albums. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're giving us a service. I'm not the hugest fan of demo discs. Mm-hmm. I will say I think that these demo discs are far superior to me than some of these other ones that we've heard over the last few years. The those McCartney, the, you remember the, the McCartney, McCartney ones on Flaming the Pie? Airplanes coming yeah, over, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Kids talking. Yeah, and, yeah. and they're, because they're in great shape. Yeah. The first, the first two, there's the first day one demos have a band, so they're like real uh, cool and interesting. These are very clean, very, mm-hmm. you can hear George really great on, on these. So uh, thumbs up generally to the demo discs on here. Yeah. So the day two demos, what's what's some of the ones that stand out to you? Well, again, I want, I'm just curious. I wanted to ask you about the ones that, for me, it's not the not the original, not the ones that we know. It's the ones that didn't make the album. And I'm really curious if you think there are any. So let's see the ones that didn't make the album. Everybody, nobody, window, window, beautiful girl, which we know would be released later. Tell me what has happened to you. Nowhere mm-hmm. to go. Cosmic Empire. Mother Divine and I don't want to do it. Of those, do you feel that? Well, yeah, well, I've got a take on each one of those. Okay. Though, well, do you think which one? Which my main question, and I was thinking about it, is would any of these songs have fit well on All Things Must Pass? I think Window Window was interesting and had potential. Very Dylan esque. Yeah. yeah. And I also think <laughs> talk about Dylan esque. Nowhere to go. Right. Yeah, with uh, you with Bob Dylan. Yeah. With Dylan's help on that one. This that song really had potential to me. I've heard other takes where the people didn't like it, but yeah. particularly the sentiment of like, I'm so tired of being Beatle Jeff. Yes. I think there's something there. And that if they'd worked on if he'd if he'd stuck with that one, he'd worked on it a little more, it would have been, you know, pretty uh pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, the ones Cosmic Empire was uh, highlighted pre-release to the to the um, album coming out. That's one of the ones that they released early. 
I think it had some promise. It's got a nice catchy lick, uh, good, good guitar playing. Obviously, the guitar playing is great on the whole disc. Uh, it, it needed some needed something else. It seemed a little thin. Like it, yeah, it needed some more work. But mm-hmm. maybe it could have fit. Uh, it's better than Mother Divine. Uh, Mother Divine, I, my note was kind of crappy. Yes, not great. <laughs> not much to work with on that one. <laughs> and I, I think Tell Me What Has Happened to You is kind of annoying, goes on too yeah, long. Yeah. Had some interesting chords, but overall it's something that just doesn't work for Agreed. me. Agreed. Everybody Nobody's kind of an early version of Let It Roll, really. Yeah. And you yeah. get that Sir Frankie, Frankie Crisp uh, thing on that. And then, you know, Beautiful Girl is nice here, and it would resurface later, and as would I Don't Want to Do It, which, of course, would finally come along in your favorite album, the 1985 (laughs) uh, soundtrack for Porky's Revenge. My favorite. Oh, uh, that's your favorite Porky's, right? All the time. Oh, nothing better. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. It's good overall. I think it's... uh, uh, From what the... What I remember about this is he was playing these kind of back-to-back for Phil Spector, and Phil was making his notes on what he thought, and they're they're good. Um, like you say, it's nice to have them all in one place, but but it gets a little tiring know, listening I to... I don't know about that one. <laughs> You're Beetle Jeff. Yeah. Beetle Jeff. <laughs> That's good, Phil. Yeah. That's, That's oh, my Phil. Phil. I'm working on my Phil Spector. It's getting pretty... It's getting there. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You're making notes, and... Like you say, it gets a little tiring listening to just one person playing uh, for yeah. the same style, but uh, but well, that's, nice to that, have. That's my uh, complaint usually about de- demo. Yeah. Flaming Pie came out, and then on the deluxe vinyl version, they added the disc of the demos instead of the disc of the outtakes. Right, which you'd and rather have. I'd rather have the outtakes, dude. And yeah. right here, the, we had such a bounty of demos that I feel like this set shirks you very slightly on the outtakes mm. and jams. The outtakes and jams that we get are great. Yes. Strong really disc. Really good. Yeah. Really strong set a strong set of different feeling stuff and mixed with some jams that are really good and some even funny the yodeling stuff. down the river is yeah yeah fun to listen to so i i'm really the this the i mean if you particularly if you didn't like the uh remix i feel like the set just keeps getting better and better as you listen yes. on forward which is why i think if you're buying just the 3d three cd set that comes with this disc i think that's a better value like you'll the, there's some good stuff that you'd come back to i don't i don't listen to demos very often but i would listen to more of these because they're different and there's some there's some versions on here that i don't know if they're better but i think they're mm. really solid if nothing else so well, well, uh, let's go, let's go through some of these outtakes yeah. and jams here. Uh, the art of dying, real different feel on there. Yeah, it's like a straight rock song. Yeah, yeah. You like that one? It, yeah, I think the take one of Art of Dying is has a very different feel, and that's where he's he tells Ringo to do the one, two, three, pop. Like he's kind of giving Ringo some yeah. instructions and yeah, it's got yeah. a very different feel. 
Uh, what do you think? Do you think it works? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that one's that one's good. Yeah. Uh, what is life? That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. W- without really the lick. Like, yeah. No guitar lick. Yeah. There. So it fe- it feels a lot more like the you know the, the, that little 1974 concert footage that's in the uh, documentary mm-hmm. of him doing what is like. I, I for some reason this one felt more like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a that's a song. You know, it's one of those. It's a, it was a hit, so you kind of skip it sometimes because you already know it and you've heard it so many times. I want to say this set really helped bring that up in my estimation of what a great catchy well-written song that is and this version really helps take one. Yeah. yeah. Um what was the big one that they released first, Dave, of this set? So they released the Run of the Mill that had the Almond Brothers dual guitar lines. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. That's really great. Uh, a real highlight here. I maybe maybe one of the two best tracks. I think the best track though, Dave, on this set, this back end is Hear Me Lord. Oh, yeah. The long jam, really a highlight. With uh, EC. EC yeah. and they're jamming and usually you're like, yeah, yeah, jams. But for some reason this like turns I almost wish this was the version on the album. It's yeah. just like, is an epic. Yeah. Yeah, it builds. And uh, yeah. that ending, it's like, you don't want it to stop. It, compared to the, some of the other Apple jams where it's maybe like just, eh. this this started from a good song and went somewhere. Yeah. And they, you can hear Eric and George kind of going, I assume, I don't, I don't know, but I'm guessing sounding together. And it's, yeah. yeah. It feels like if we had gotten a, a like a great live concert version yeah. of the of it that 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 would be this. So, mm-hmm. um, really love that, and I, I like some of these other ones too. The you know I'm not a big on blues, <laughs> no. But the almost twelve bar honky tonk is is actually pretty good, mm-hmm. and I I like I kind of prefer it to the to the uh, ones that they put on the, yeah on the maybe just because i've heard those so many times and i'm sort of like done with them yeah uh, yeah that's what do you good think of that what do you think of that half of a get back that we did? Uh, that that was forgettable i <laughs> uh yeah yeah I, there's some stuff on here that it's it's just jams, so it's you know it's not it was kind of, I would equate that and the down to the river and wedding bells. That's kind of like the ones on the Lennon Plastic Ono set where they were running through the oldies and just having fun. Yeah, uh, that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, sort of a refreshing. Yeah, refresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. But I wish we would have got. I, I do feel a little shortened. I I I would guarantee that there's more in the vaults. Mm-hmm. Me too. Do you think that there should have been more in these session outtakes? Now the set's already getting pretty big. Yeah. So I don't know if they could have put more in in here. The only thing I could think of is if you took away some of the the ones that were so similar to the final version, like the one of the "Isn't It a Pities." Maybe it's it's not the one that says "Isn't it so?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> not not that yeah. one. The other one seems so similar to. Yeah. Do we and that need was that? A good, uh, it was good. Uh, you know, but... they 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 put that on for a laugh yeah. to show, like, oh, they have fun. You know, right. he's getting tired of of uh, uh, recording a bunch of takes. Yeah. And on the vinyl version, the other side starts with the 
isn't it a pity okay version so it kind of works yeah as far as that goes as far as constructing an album goes that makes sense yeah so uh but yeah i think i think maybe we could have some of those that are pretty straightforwardly kind of like the final version we could have lost a few of those yeah added a few that were a little more um run of the mill yeah yeah (laughs) yeah or hear me lord or uh even beware of darkness there's it's kind of a nice alternate recession outtake sounds good uh the let it down version is nice yeah I, i think they're all i mean they're there's there's good stuff and i like i've always like you know i like a three thirty three and a third so hearing the very bluesy slide version of woman don't you cry for me take five as the last track is a treat i think that's a good really good one yeah, yeah. so overall i i like the sessions out takes and jams i would want more of it yeah but yeah i understand why they have to you know it's like you know what i would have liked is they just cut the jam from the original yeah, right, right. disc all together and then replace that with some new session outtakes and jams. Yeah. But, you know, other people would have, for some reason, been upset by that. Well, <laughs> the, the, the big burning question, though, I have to ask is, I know It's Johnny's Birthday is one of your favorite songs of all time. <laughs> so what did you think of the take one version without the speed uh, alterations? I'm like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Who needs it? Yeah. Who needs it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't. Do you think that somehow, some way, in some form, there'll be more from this era to come out? Mm. Given what we've seen so far with the Harrison estate, I would say no. I would say this is probably it. Uh, I feel like this is their I, statement. I think they alluded to the possibility that there would be more come out and then there was such a plethora of it. And it was, they had to, they had to limit it just to get, yeah. uh, what we got. Um, I don't know when, so under what, maybe. what guys would it come out under? I guess that's the, I don't know. Yeah. How would I they... think it would have to be some sort of career spanning kind oh. of like some, some sort of, it used to be, you'd get a lot of these, um, rarity box sets remember there was one that was like all elton john Mm. just kind of a career spanning rarity set yeah that's true that's true Uh, and i know that they've they've done that with uh neil young has started to do that with some of his like bootleg series right there is that dylan bootleg series that uh so i i could possibly see something like that where it's like Mm. bootleg series uh from this from this era just if there's so much more that's in the, you know, vaults, yeah, uh, to to come out. Um, I would be interested in seeing what else is there. If there, we're still waiting for early takes volume two, so there's yeah. a that would be a perfect venue to to release some extra stuff on. Doesn't have to be just demos. Could be, you know, take three of Wawa or something else is still an early take. So, yeah, yeah. Here's but, another question for you, Dave. What will the next set be from George? Hmm. What's the next George? Yeah, because if we go chronologically, then we would have a living in the material world set next. Or, well, Bangladesh, but we, we don't think that's going to happen. Uh, hmm. I guess that would be my get, my my bet, probably, with the Lennon sets going the way they are. 
I think that's probably the case. Yeah. And it's going to be living in the material world in two years. Mm -hmm. But here's, I'm going to pitch the Harrison estate on this. Give us a brainwashed Ooh, yeah. 20th anniversary next with any kind of in the vault, end of, you know, unfinished mm. anything. I think that that would be kind of cool. It would. To get like a two, three disc brainwashed. I agree. Uh, yeah. That would be kind of neat. Uh, but I think, yeah. And that, so that you could release that next year for the 20th. And then get back on track, and then it's like uh, 73 Living in the Material World, 74 Dark Horse. Throw that Dark Horse concert <laughs> disc yeah, on there. Put the 74 you know. concert on there. Uh, extra Texture, 75, 33 and a third, 76, right? Yep. And then 87, Cloud 9. Oh. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Jump down, give, give us Cloud 9, and then 79, George Harrison. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere in England and gone Trumpo, you can, you can <laughs> maybe do that get, as, as a joint we set. Out, we'd never get to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, somewhere in England has a whole different. Well, that's true. A different track list. They're track yeah, listing. Right. So that that has to come out yeah. at some point. So I think they'll get around to doing some of these. I hope so. I know that there's been a lot of talk about how they. Olivia and Danny did mention this in a Rolling Stone article before. The COVID started that they were planning on doing these sorts of things. So let's hope so. I think yeah. it, uh, maybe that you've got to see they ha they're savvy. They're looking at what the Lennon sets have done. They've been very popular and very successful and all yeah. the McCartney ones too. So you got to get in on it. and the Beatles, let alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they've done a decent job here. I think that the biggest problem is that this album is so beloved mm. and the two linen sets that just came out knocked it absolutely out of the park and raised the bar for the whole everything. Yeah. The, 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 that's one thing I, I, I forgot to mention is the Blu-ray of this apparently has no extra stuff. Whereas that linen oh, yeah. had uh, the Yoko jam right. and had all kinds had of interviews and stuff, interviews yeah. and some things like that. Uh, so you, you're not getting that value added there. Yeah. Uh, and the book, the books on, on those are, are excellent where you get the books which on their own are fine but then you get the extra separately released full book that's mm -hmm. just like as comprehensive as you could ever want on on these albums there that we'll never have to revisit those two albums <laughs> no again. the comprehensive versions are out there it's and definitive it's, done, it's yeah. done for it's definitive so uh that's that's my uh so I, I think it, it gets a, a a mild demerit in the in the comparison, but what are we comparing it to? to the two two of the greatest sets that have ever come out. Yeah, exactly. It's a high bar. So, yeah. So, so if it's we a high bar, if we had to yeah. grade this on a uh, like a A B C D F scale, what would you give this set? B minus. A B minus. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. Okay. Hmm. Not a D minus, a B minus. Yeah, I, I'd probably give it a a B or B plus. I I yeah. think yeah. It's... I think it's just a bit. The reason it's a B minus is is just like I think people listen to this album five six years from now, they're probably going back to the original mm, yeah. more so than 
any of this stuff. Whereas I think with the, I I still listen to the new Beatles. Yeah, me too. I listened to the White Album one the other day. Yeah, more so than I do the original. Yeah, me too. And same with the Lennon. Yeah. But I think we, as we've talked through, it's like, well, you know, this one's not as good, and that one's not as good. So I think that that's where it gets a a slight demerit. Yeah. And the book, the packaging, yeah, the packaging and the variation of the packaging, and that they seem to have. Super chintzied out on one thing, <laughs> and then the other thing's the most elaborate thing I've ever released anywhere. The thousand dollar yeah. crate with uh, you know wooden bookmarks from and the, the gnomes. Tree, fallen trees and the <laughs> gnomes. People are you think people are like the other thing is people are buying these are collectors, so they probably like look at it one time and then keep going. right put it back <laughs> in the styrofoam yeah. put it back in the styrofoam so it doesn't get injured or yeah anything. yeah instead of putting if people are buying these as a display for their like uh this is their favorite album and they uh <laughs> bought the uber deluxe thousand dollars they paid their thousand dollars so they got a great discount and paid only like 800 or something <laughs> um yeah and they're and then they're displaying it all, and it's it's their prized possession. Then, thumbs up to that. But yeah. otherwise, I think it's not. Who's who's buying this set, and then being like, you know what, I'm going to take out CD three <laughs> out of the thing. And no, listen to that. You know? No, no. So it's kind of well, strange. It is. Kind of strange. But I think I think overall it's pretty good. I'm I'm happy with it. and I'm glad I bought it. And I'm oh, and thumbs way it, it goes up to back up to a B plus now because finally for the vinyl collector. Oh you got yeah, something to sink your teeth into. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, good. It's it's. Uh, I think we've had probably enough of this album now for a little while. We've spent a lot of time on it, and. You know, it it is great. It does hold up very well, especially yeah. now. Getting some more context, I think, was very helpful and an enjoyable listening experience. But I can probably uh, move on to some other things for a while now. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we. I, I was telling my uh, uh, friend that I do uh, writing stuff with that I get so tired of these <laughs> records because we. I mean, any any record really because we. Oh, like, yeah. we prepare. Yeah, we 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 don't listen to one. I you know I heard that one video of this guy, this guy reviewing it, trashing it, reviewing it, and he <laughs> didn't even listened to all of it. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, yeah, I listened to about half of it. I hate it. Blah, blah blah. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, right. Like, so we will never do that to you. Guys. No, no. We're gonna give you. We're gonna listen the heck out of these things to the point where we're almost physically ill <laughs> to it. Yes. And we do the same for uh plug plug song album career on YouTube. Give us a few more views and some more listens. Subscriptions. Our, yeah. Subscriptions. Uh, our latest album, which is the Ascension from Sufjan Stevens. Give that album a listen and then give our, uh, give our uh, video a, or don't even listen to them. Just give our video <laughs> a watch. <laughs> yeah, and we'll uh, 
keep posting the link to it on our page and uh yeah definitely come check it out especially we've gotten some nice comments from people who've been listening for a long time that it's been fun to see us so if you want to see us uh, talk about what we do and uh please come please check it out and i'm about done editing our next episode which i'll go ahead and tell you is song blinded by the light so that's a real good one excited to see Uh, that that was a fun one to talk about so yeah there's a hilarious uh, few minutes in that day oh good oh good i just think it's hilarious when i was i was watching it and laughing at myself oh good that's always fun laughing at us so uh uh, real good real good uh there so excellent uh and let let us know what you thought of this uh whole set and all these different sets and here on uh, all things must pass uh, yeah so give us your feedback let us know you know we always like to get comments and sometimes we're a little slow getting back to uh you if you comment or something but we pretty much read all the oh yeah all the comments oh, on yeah. any of the different places where you post comments so, definitely mostly our facebook page so if you're not on our facebook page we're still on facebook I realize some people are no longer on Facebook <laughs> for uh, good reasons, so, yeah. but uh, we'll still be there for for the <laughs> for the page, pretty much yeah. for the singular purpose of the page. So uh, yeah. follow us on Facebook if you're still over there, and um, you can follow me at Christy Bragg. I post a song of the night, and I've stopped posting so much about politics. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. So go. Uh... Take a listen again if you haven't. Uh, if you did listen one day and then put it away, check it out again. But uh, we're excited to recommend the All Things Must Pass set, and we will be back at you again soon with a new episode.